Okay. And welcome back to another episode of Rewind and Reconsider. I am your host, Harrison Fagan, and I'm joined by my lovely wife and co-host, Mia Agraviador. And joining us as we continue our odyssey through the Disney Princess movies is a previous guest. And, I mean, many a lot of people said that she was the best guest in the history of our podcast. Amy Wells is joining us to break down Beauty and the Beast. Who said, Amy, who said that? How's it going? <laughs> I'm doing good. <laughs> Thank you for That's having me. That's quite an introduction. Me. Who said that? I don't know. I just made that up. I say that to every guest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess you're not special. Um, anyways, so we are on our fifth Disney princess, and we are going to be watching Beauty and the Beast. Now, Amy, when have you? what was the first time you watched this movie? Um, You know, I just... I grew up with this movie, so I couldn't tell you the first time I watched it, um, but it was definitely a staple uh, in my childhood, um, and then I haven't seen it in a while, but I am interested in rewatching it and seeing what I think. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I kind of don't remember when I watched this, but I have seen this many times. I think I've seen it in theaters when it they... It sounds did... really memorable if neither of you remember <laughs> when you first watched it. It's just, it's one of those movies that's like always been in your life. You're like, I don't know where this came from, but I've, I've seen it so many times. I don't know where I've seen it the first time. It's just always been there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've saw, I saw this one as a child. Yeah, I had the VHS, but um, I did watch it as a re-release. They re-released it in theaters like a while ago. I don't even know why, but I remember watching that and then... Um, I've watched it in French because it was in my high school French class. I don't, it's, I don't know. That and Ratatouille, that was like the two movies we watched in well, French class. Well, did you pass French class? What was the name of the movie in French? I don't know. You oh, don't, don't. all right. Well, I guess you didn't pass that class. <laughs> Is this like a French class thing? Because I watched movies in French class too. Uh, yeah. I, I think it's just. Avatar. Yeah. What? James really? That's Avatar. Famous French film. Yeah, I know. At least our teacher was like, let's keep it the French theme. Like, we'll do Ratatouille because it's in Paris. And then Beauty and the Beast, I guess, is French. They couldn't have just had you watch, like, fr- actual French films. They were like, oh, we got to watch the, well, it's the like, dubbed version. It's like of... something familiar, but then they don't put the subtitles. They only put the French subtitles on, so you have to, like, kind of figure out what the words are and stuff like that. Do you not do... I mean, I... I, I've... I never learned a foreign language, so... You're not cultured. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um have you seen the remake no i did not see the remake okay you haven't either huh nope okay that's okay we don't need to all right well i guess then the question for both of you since it sounds (laughs) like you have you've definitely watched this more recently than i have is do you think it's gonna hold up i mean i think it is because did you like it the first time yeah no this is like a classic movie like these movies are classic for a reason and i think the story is gonna be really um you know, memorable, and then also the animation, I think this is kind of a step up from where we were at Little Mermaid-wise, and I think, again, Disney's really good with music, so this is probably going to be all a a no-skip movie. This is a musical? See, it's been a long time since I saw it. (laughs) Yes, it's a musical. (laughs) Pretty much all of them we're going to be watching are musicals. You just broke some news to me. (laughs) What do you think, Amy? Yeah, uh, I definitely... I think the last time I watched this movie, I was in high school, and I remember thinking, wow, this movie is so romantic, Um, (laughs) and there are some problematic themes. Um, Yeah, like bestiality and (laughs) Stockholm Syndrome, right? 
I don't think it's bestiality if it's true love. Uh, well, she fell in love with a beast. She didn't even know what he looked like I beforehand. I mean, he's humanoid. Like, he's mm-hmm. not... I don't know. What was the last time you watched the movie? I mean, it's been a long time. Yeah. I... You'll see. Yeah. It's, he's not very human-like. He's very furry. <gasps> this could be the start of, like, the furry revolution. <laughs> <laughs> this is where, like, this... Maybe, like, this is where, like, furries get their, like, awakening. They're like, ah... I've taken this as a child. Far. I'm so sorry. They're, yes, their first exposure. <laughs> exactly. And it just escalates. They're like, yeah, there. my first met. Oh my God, Mia. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would definitely be Lion King. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Amy, do you think it's going to hold up? I do. Um, I, I don't really think that there's anything in it where. It's going to be outdated. I know. It's just a classic Disney movie, I think. Other than the kidnapping and falling in love with your kidnapper, who is also a furry animal-type creature. Yeah, but, like, you know, we'll get into that. It's, like, it's part of the story. You can't take that away. (laughs) It's what makes it so romantic. All right. Well, I guess on that (laughs) note, we are going to go watch Beauty and the Beast, a movie that I was sort of like passively was like oh yeah maybe this will be okay and then after this intro i could not be less excited to watch this i feel like it is going to be a chore but i guess we'll find out yeah i guess we'll And we are back. We just watched Beauty and the Beast. And before we get into it, Harrison is going to do the 60-second summary in which he summarizes the movie in 60 seconds. Harrison, will you be our guest and do this for us? Oh, yeah. I'm ready. Okay. So am I. Okay. So the movie starts out with this girl named Belle. She's, like, singing through the... uh, the, There's, like, a whole musical about how she's hot and weird. And then she goes home to her dad, who's an inventor, and he wants to become world famous by winning the state fair with his wood chopping machine. But then when he goes away to go to the state fair, he takes a wrong turn and gets attacked by wolves. And then the... uh, This evil beast thing imprisons him because he's like, you saw me, now you gotta be in jail. And then Belle's like, oh no, where's my dad? So she goes and she goes to try and find her dad and then the beast is like okay he can leave but you have to stay and she's like all right whatever deal and then he starts treating it doesn't really make sense why she has to stay but i i I don't know and then they like start to fall in love because they have sexual chemistry and then uh bell's would-be lover shows up and tries to kill the beast but then he ends up falling off a building and uh they have true love's first kiss and the the curse is broken Ooh, 57 seconds so yeah. you made it. Good yeah. job. You really focused on the beginning, though, but, you know. Yeah, I feel like I fall into that trap a lot. Uh, you kind of didn't mention that there are magical items in this. Uh, okay, castle. so I lose points for that. I got, I, I, you okay, know, so I guess. That, that's like, that's going to add, like, three seconds. It, probably more than that. So, yeah, I <laughs> guess I technically didn't make it. I started rushing at the end. It's okay. Um, so, Amy, what did you think about this movie? You just watched it literally, what, a couple hours ago? <laughs> I finished it about 20 minutes ago. Nice. Uh, So it's still fresh in your mind. (laughs) Still fresh. Um, I definitely enjoyed the movie. Um, This just reminded me of my childhood. I think, you know, as the years have gone on, I've become more jaded and I didn't find it as romantic as I did when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, But I think it still holds up. The musical numbers are great. They're so catchy. Like, I had them, like, already in my head before I started even watching the movie. 
um, you know, just putting aside all the glaring plot points, I do think <laughs> that it uh, it's a pretty good movie. Yeah, like, especially the musical numbers are very visual, and, like, I definitely vividly remember a lot of things, uh, like, Be Our Guest was one of them, you know, with all the, like, the plates and the forks and everything dancing around, like, I definitely remember that. That's very iconic, but, um, yeah, as you said, there is some very glaring issues in this movie that I was not ready for. I honestly thought it was gonna be okay. I was like, yeah, this movie's gonna hold up. Yeah, no, this movie is grooming women to think that abusive relationships and Stockholm Syndrome are cool, I think, is sort of the overall message of it. Yeah, no, definitely, I do not think this relationship is healthy at all. No, not in any way. <laughs> but he made an attempt to change. Isn't yeah, like but not was... all men do that, so. <laughs> Amy, don't justify this. <laughs> I am going to justify it. He, he, you know, he was reminded that he had his temper. He worked on it. And in the end, he did get it under control. And that's, you know, when Belle was able to, you know, show her love to him. Okay. Because he improved. I guess I can hear that argument. But hold on. Before we get to the problematic relationship stuff and battle to the death verbally over that, um, you know, uh, let's talk about, let's try and, like, zoom in on what we liked about the movie and what we did feel held up well about it like i i agree with both of you i thought the music was good i don't think it was quite as good as the little mermaid so that kind of like downed the quality for me just because we just watched that one why i just felt like the little mermaid had more bangers this this was a no skip album though. no this was this just had be our guest this was a one-hit wonder album uh no the introduction song is iconic and it's really it does a really good job of introducing the villain the character, the kind of situation, all in one song. Almost every single song is set to the same beat. No, I it's hate not. it. No, yes, it's it is. Not. It's like they had they they only had enough budget for one composer for one orchestral theme, and so they set all the lyrics of like like most of the songs to the same thing. I don't think so. But other than that, I thought that this was the latest one where the visuals improved, and I believe that you said that this was the first one that they did using computers, right, instead of hand-drawn animation? Yeah, I think you could definitely tell that they used computers, especially in the ballroom scene where they were kind of like, the camera was like very cinematic, and it was kind of like, kind of like on a on a, a, a jib, basically. Yeah, it was moving around in ways that they probably, or would have been a lot harder to do with hand-drawn animation. Yeah, I'm sure that was, like, a big deal back then. But now it's like, okay, that's like every other animation movie does that. But I think back but then... But bonus points for being a trendsetter. Exactly. Um, was there anything you liked, Amy? Um, I think I liked the music. Um, I... It's... I wouldn't even say I like the animation because I'm so accustomed to the animation that it is now. And oh, watching yeah. it, I was like, wow, like this looks really janky. Oh yeah. <laughs> you haven't been so on you bad. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna this is why we bring you in because you did not just watch like how poorly some of the other <laughs> ones have aged uh comparatively to this one. Yeah, this, this looks is like, like HD. <laughs> yeah, this is like a visual four K masterpiece <laughs> compared to Snow White. And like I cannot believe they have not updated Snow White in four K. I did like Belle. Um, as a character, I yeah. think she's I think she's really cool. They really tried to like make her different than the other princesses and that she's like smart and she's pretty self sufficient. <laughs> no, I didn't <laughs> They tried to make her different from the other princesses. She's no, smart. No, she shows like an interest in books and stuff, and I think that's really important for kids to see that like, oh, my favorite character likes books, I wanna read like Belle, you know. Um I just I don't know. She seems like a very sweet, very mature 
a princess. Like, well, is she a princess? I guess she is. She does get married at the end. Well, does she get married? Yeah, because he was a prince. Yeah, they, well, they, you know, yeah, she's a princess. It counts. That's her only outcome is to marry him. Yeah. And be a princess. Yeah, but she takes care of her dad. That's that's every girl's dream. Yeah, but yeah, she takes... (laughs) She That's takes... what Disney taught me. I don't. Uh, yeah, I just watch these movies. No, I, I think she's she's important because she doesn't care what other people think, and like she's like, yeah, I know my dad's crazy, but I love him, and he takes care of me, and we love each other, and I don't care what everyone else thinks. I'm not going to be pressured into marrying this buffoon of the village, Gaston. Yeah, and I'm going to do my own thing. I want to, you know, discover my own life, which I think is cool. Um, and her voice is really, really soothing too. I found it really like, I know she's like a very soft voice. Yeah, and, like, it doesn't matter, you know, like, she wasn't going to let any of the haters tell her that, like, she couldn't marry this giant, furry, like, humanized animal mascot for no a sports team yeah. uh, that yelled at her all the time. Um, you know, like, no one's going to stop her from doing what she thinks is right, even if the whole town is singing about how weird she is. Yeah. Um, I did like Gaston. I know he's kind of... Yeah, I thought he was, like, the most kind of... Like, human villain. I mean, he literally was a human, but he was the most human villain that we've had so far in terms of his motivations. Like, he was just, like, a bad person. He wasn't, like, a magical, malevolent, evil witch. Like, he was just, like, it was a more realistic villain, I guess. Do you think he's the first himbo? (laughs) (laughs) You know, see, Gaston, I, I hate him personally because the, when we did a character meet and greet at Disney, the one, the Gaston there kept hitting on you and That's like, his character try, though. Nah, I don't know. It was, it That's was, his character. I, it would not be part of his character to hit on you. He's a very heterosexual. Yeah, no, he was, he was really rude to me. That's the point. All right. Well, good job, Disney. I don't know. If you ever meet Gaston in the parks, he is. Yeah. He'll hit on your wife. No, it's no, no. Cool. He's hilarious. He's, I don't know. They do a good job with him. Anyways. Um, Mia thought he was hilarious while he was hitting on her in front of me. <laughs> I think he is the first male villain that we have seen this whole series. It's true. It's true. All the other princess movies have had. Female. All the other ones are like are like. Oh man, women with ideas—they're sure bad, huh? Yeah. Now like, it's like a man who who's dumb and he just wants to get married and have kids and eat five dozen eggs. Yeah, the real villain. Yeah. The real... <laughs> yeah. His motives are definitely very clear. That he's just you know a selfish, conceited person. He wants to be with Belle because she's the prettiest you know, woman in the village. There isn't anything more than that. Um, it's yeah, very like, clear. Yeah, he's like, you're going to have a bunch of, you're, I'm basically going to, you're going to, it's going to be great. You're going to marry me and then you get to massage my feet, cook me dinner and have like seven kids. Yeah. And I think the only reason he wanted her was because she didn't want him. I think because he's... no, they they established in the opening song that she is the hottest and weirdest girl in the village. <laughs> no, so I think he saw, he saw it as a challenge, basically, because like everyone likes him. They're like, "Oh, Gaston, you're the best," and like those three girls are like, "Oh, we love you so much." But he's like, "And what were their names in the credits?" The Bimbets. Yeah, progress Disney super ahead of the curve. They don't on... have names. Yeah, just the Bimbets. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's why he wanted her was because she was not giving him the attention that he usually gets from other people and he's like okay this is a challenge i i want to because he you know he he's into hunting as a sport so you can kind of see that like bell is his prey and he's like yeah I gotta and get then it. because she hates him so much she decides to marry an animal <laughs> <laughs> he's not an animal at the end anyways so was there anything else you liked or we pretty much hit everything 
No, I feel like there's a good amount of other, like, stuff that it, it was pretty good. Like, I enjoyed the, I don't know, Amy, what did you think of the side characters in this one? The, uh, you know, the household, li the living household appliances. Oh, I loved them. I, I love Chip. I think he's adorable. I love when they have, like, a little kid character. They're always so adorable. Um, you know, Lumiere, Cogsworth. I like Great the chemistry. Foil. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely think, you know, without them, the movie would have just lacked a lot. Um, so I think those were great side characters to have. This movie has a lot more sexual undertones than I was able to pick up on as a child. What? Like in terms what? of sexual undertones. Like no, 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 Lumiere just... and the feather Yeah, Lumiere and the, and the, okay. and the duster. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that then. was a little. I was like, I don't know. It was fun. Like, I I appreciate that Disney had some jokes in there for the adults. I didn't think it was like wildly inappropriate. It was just stuff that I did not get as like a child watching this movie and did not remember at all. It was. I did like the part at the end, sort of towards the end, when the town is like bombarding and the castle and all the appliances are like fighting back. I thought that was really cool. I don't know. I would see a whole movie like that. You were saying that it was like almost like a horror movie where you like walk into a <laughs> castle and there's like it's all quiet and then all of a sudden like everything comes to life and attacks you <laughs> yeah so i feel like this is we could sort of transition into some of the stuff that maybe didn't work as well unless amy you had some stuff that you some more things that you really liked that you wanted us to kind of talk about no let's get into what we didn't like yeah so <laughs> this is secretly a lovecraftian horror movie in terms of like body horror so first of all the thing that i missed the other thing that i missed in my 60 second summary was the sort of you know disney a lot of these movies have that like intro montage where they kind of are like in like five seconds it's like hey or five minutes it's like hey here's, here's how we missed. got to this here's story. what you missed yeah. on beauty and the beast <laughs> previously on beauty and the beast yeah and so we find out that the beast is who we haven't talked about really yet uh because i think that he can only really fall into the things that we don't like about this movie um you know the beast it was cursed because uh, an, oh, an enchantress posing as an older woman showed up in the rain and was like, hey, can I come into your castle? I'll give you this rose, which feels like a really weird, like, I don't know. This is a very weird test of, like, it's someone's moral. I yeah, I don't know. But anyway, it's just weird when you think about it like that. But so she shows up and he's like, no, I mean, understandably so. I'm kind of with what the beast on this one. What did you want her to do? One. Sew a Mary Kay or something like that? <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, some. If, I mean, you're telling me that if some old woman knocked on your door and it's like, hey, it's raining outside. Can I stay with you for the night? Here's this rose. That you wouldn't be like, oh, this is really creepy and weird. Oh, I'd call her an Uber. I'd be nice about it. <laughs> but like <laughs> but so and then he un very understandably in my opinion you know says no you can't just like sleep in my house because you offered me this rose and then she decides to curse not just him to turn into a beast which feels like overkill a little bit to just be like you're gonna be this giant werewolf monster for the rest of your life or until this rose until all its petals die uh unless you find true love so like that i understand there's like a message there of like treating everyone better and, no it's like, about being... like inner beauty basically because yeah. she was really ugly and he was like oh gross you're disgusting i feel like beyond <laughs> that there are reasons to reject someone showing up at your door like that but again you know the 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 thing i have a problem with more 
in terms of her is that she decided to curse his entire household staff to become appliances, basically, like their plates and cups and chairs. Some of them don't even have mouths anymore. Like, it's just like a living chair. And, you know, one of them, they turned the dog apparently into an ottoman, you know, and then, like, they're all, you know, so during this scene that you're talking about when the villagers try to storm the castle to kill the werewolf beast, um, you know, they are, like, all these appliances are fighting back and they're like throwing plates at them and like wardrobes and it's like wait a second like if they shatter those plates are those people are they dead now like do they you know and then this movie there's an alternate version of it where when people are walking into the house they're getting like dragged off screen by like a you know by like a sentient closet that's just been fuming in anger because it can't even talk for the last like 20 years and it's just it's horrifying because there's you, you talked about Chip being this cute character and it's like yeah that's cute if you don't think about that he's been an eight-year-old cup for the last like 15 years and he can't he's like sitting there every night he's like mommy i can't age i can't think any thoughts i i can't even like i don't remember what it's like to poop like (laughs) yeah it is kind of like it's horrifying yeah like if i were like a servant in this castle and i turned back into a human i would like immediately give my two weeks and they also they still <laughs> clearly remember what it's like to be human and have like human desires because like lumiere's like trying to hit on Belle when she comes in he's like oh this reminds me of the life that i had before my hands were wax candles <laughs> like and <laughs> yeah i they were way too nice to be so they're like oh no take your time you know we're just you know, all they gonna didn't... be they didn't seem that upset, though. They seemed, I would be pissed. They seemed kind of happy just living their lives, being And then being in furniture. the Be Our Guest song, there's literally a line about, you know, how uh, life is unnerving for a servant who is not serving. And it's just like, wow, Disney basically invented the concept of Amazon. Jeff Bezos watched this movie and is like, you're right. This is my entire worldview now. It's a literal, like, a whole, it, this whole movie is just anti-union. Yeah. If they had a union, this wouldn't have happened. Yeah, they the union would have come in and be they like, "Would have voted on. to have rights to not be plates." <laughs> exactly. They're like, "I at least get to be, you a know, lamp. like, a, like my, the, if I'm going to be turned into a chair, I at least get a mouth and two weeks vacation <laughs> <laughs> and maternity leave if I give birth to a tiny chair." Like yeah, a like a footstool. little footstool. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no, that that part didn't really make sense. I don't think there are any any like hard fast rule on like. Because I think, like, some of the appliances that were already there is turned into, like, sentient, I guess. Because I yeah, can't so imagine. Yeah, what happens to them after the spell breaks? They Do they just, just die? Maybe, they have... maybe they're like, well, I really want to go back to being a plate. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I think we're just, we're looking way too into it. I don't think. And then also Miss Potts, like, was, like, 80 and she had, like, an 8-year-old child. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Yeah. They're... Did you see how many cups, though, she had? Like, she was... Yeah. She's been Are those all her kids? Out. No wonder she's so old. That's true. Huh? I was there joking was with Mia cups. during the end of that scene. I'm like, no, that's just what women looked like when they turned 25 <laughs> back in the Middle Ages. That's like... Yeah. <laughs> just everyone aged faster. Like, Belle's dad was 30. Um, You know, like... <laughs> yeah. But, um... Yeah, let's talk about the Beast because I have a lot of thoughts about him um he is not the best prince we've seen so far i think in my (laughs) opinion (laughs) he starts out really really selfish angry all the time it's like why would anyone like you i just i don't get his motives where he's all like i'm gonna lock this girl up but i'm gonna make her love me but i'm still gonna yell at her (laughs) 
and but it still works out so like i don't know what kind of example is the beast showing other people about relationships you know i don't know i don't like him he didn't redeem himself in my mind even if he gave that bitch a library <laughs> wow why do you have to call her a bitch what did she do <laughs> bitch I, in like a loving term like oh. bitch you better be joking that was probably that was her when, that was her when she when he invited her to dinner he's like anyway come have dinner with me let's uh you know let me hit on you after i'm imprisoning you for life to free your dad yeah yeah i don't i don't know what did you think well i think in the beginning his end game was really to break the curse right like he just needed someone uh, so he could break the curse i don't know if he was what, really... was he going to take what is that why he took her dad he's like well i mean Beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> His original plan was to find true love with her, with her like sixty-year-old yeah, father. Yeah, he's like, I mean, no one else has come here, so. He's like, oh mm. man, I only got like two weeks left in this road. We better I gotta... make this work. <laughs> he was gonna show him all his inventions. He's like, look, Maurice, I made something, and he's like, Do you oh. think he tried to fall in love with the plates at first? He's like, you know, like he they they tried a couple. No, things. he tried like, with the duster, and she was like, Nah. I'm she's like, I, I'm not actually that interested in you. You're not my type. Uh, you literally turned me into a duster, so I don't yeah. know. This isn't gonna work. But um, and they all kept working for him after. But anyway, it... <laughs> I know these people deserved so much more. <laughs> but yeah, I just I don't know. I didn't really like his attitude at the beginning. I know he gets a little bit better, but like realistically, people are not like that. They're not going to change in like a what a couple days. I think it was like I don't even know how long she was there for. To be honest, she could have been there for a year. We don't yeah, know. I mean it was a montage, so we don't really know how much time passed. Yeah, but her dad had time to get like sick, recover, and then like get sick again. And like, so like, yeah, no, I, I don't know. Did you know the prince's name is actually Adam? No. Yeah, they never say his name, but that, apparently, canonically, it, it's Adam. Well, because they have, they eventually figured out, like probably ten years after the movie, they're like, I guess we got to call him something, not Beast. Um, you know. <laughs> yeah, but. I don't know. What did you think of him? Yeah, Amy, it sounded like you were ready to defend this as, like, a really, like, romantic love story. So here's your chance. You have the floor. <laughs> um, I definitely think his his anger and his feelings are valid. And, you know, he had some ugly hag come to his door. He turns her away. She turns him into a beast. Like, who wouldn't be upset and angry, like, for the rest of their lives? Um, you know, his only friends are... A candlestick and a clock, you know, they're like <laughs> that weight on him hand and foot. So I don't know. I feel like he's kind of like yeah. They put the on dream. musicals for him at every dinner, like about how much they love serving him. Yeah, and he gets like he gets like a coat. He's never going to be cold in the winter anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wish somebody would turn me into a werewolf. Honestly, Sound, it seems like a great. sick deal. Yeah, you know, he just wants to be angsty. And he's having all of these little items tell him that he needs to be nicer. Like, I would be pissed off, too. I'd be like, don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me how to act. Let me True. Just be the angry. Beast, the Beast is the real feminist here. Exactly. <laughs> he's like, stop telling me I to treat, smile more. I treat everyone like shit. Women, men, appliances. <laughs> yeah, no, he's real equal opportunist. Yeah, I don't know. I just felt like... I understand kind of both of your points that, like, at least he put an effort to change and stuff like that. It just felt like a little bit, 
and I understand it's like a children's movie and it's got to be and it's not that long and so it just felt unearned that, and it felt like justification of an abusive relationship that he's like screaming and like throwing things at her and like imprisoning her and like telling her where she can't she can and can't go in the house and like I'm not gonna feed you if you don't like come down and have dinner with me you just don't get to eat and then like when she tries to escape like he does the bare minimum he's like like the dude's a tank he's like 350 pounds of pure muscle all he does is like swat away a couple little like rabid dogs outside his castle and then she's like oh he cares about me i gotta stay and fix him up and like help his little little cut like at least you know like i can fix him um but yeah it really does play into the thing where it's like i can fix someone like obviously you know that takes a lot of time and that takes a lot of effort on both hands which we did see in this movie but realistically this is not going to happen in like a couple days or a week at all yeah if they remade if they remade this movie today they would like they would see a couples counselor there would be a scene of them going to couples counselor (laughs) what would the couples counselor be i don't know maybe like a a a sentient like therapist like a sentient fainting couch no or like a metronome kind of i don't know yeah or like yeah i don't know a pair of glasses a cardigan well that was the other thing <laughs> were, were the clothes people what what weren't people were the were some of the bricks people i don't like, know what were, do you want the witch to come and be like hey i'm gonna curse you there was a person who got turned into like a mouthless horse carriage that could walk on its own like what happened <laughs> yeah. to them i don't know you know, I'm I'm a little disappointed in this movie. I still enjoyed myself watching this, but yeah, there are some aspects of this movie that obviously didn't really um, hold up. But overall, I think it was a really beautiful movie. <laughs> what? No, like visually, like her dress is so pretty. Like her yellow dress is iconic and I love it. And her little like half updo. I mean, if you see the live action, like they did not do that dress justice at all. The one that Emma Watson wears is butt ugly. <laughs> I'll show you a picture. Like, the way that they had, like, the live-action Cinderella dress looked, like, amazing. And then they just, like, transitioned to her, Belle, who has, like, this really iconic, like, yellow dress and, like, gloves, opera gloves or anything. Looks like shit. That has, that has nothing to do with this movie. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm just really upset about that. <laughs> um... But yeah, so will you be showing this uh, movie to our children? Me, personally? Yeah. Uh, probably not. I mean, Amy, are you going to show this to your children to tell them what they should look for in a man? <laughs> um, since I won't be having children, they will not be She's... viewing this movie. Yeah. Uh, but I She's would not be... showing this to her dog. I would be happy to show this to uh, uh, any nieces or nephews or That's children true. of friends. Mia, she doesn't get to babysit the kids. Nah, it's fine. I mean, this movie's pretty innocent. I don't think people have turned into, like, fucking serial killers after watching this movie. But, you know, I think people need to explain that, like, this isn't realistic. It's a fairy tale. It's not gonna happen in real life. If someone treats you like that, please walk out the door. Yeah, don't come back just because they saved you from wolves. Like, you know, you help fix them up, but then you leave. You fight those wolves yourself, and you move on, and you live a happy life with your really cool dad. Yeah, I think Belle is probably still my, despite, you know, this, I I think she's still probably my second favorite of the princesses so far. Ariel's still at the top, for sure. Okay. Um, But Belle, I guess, will be second on the list. I mean, we're working with a real low bar here. Yeah, I I mean. You haven't seen, you haven't had the full repertoire of the princesses, so. Yeah. I think you should make your decision after we watch all of them. Well, I'm just saying, so far, if I'm power ranking them, 
you know, if it's these two are if you're at the drafting top, a team. Yeah, if I yeah, if I'm like putting together my starting lineup of Disney princesses and I'm like deciding who I'm going to run my Belle's offense gonna through. Bell's going to be your point guard. Yeah. Like no, well no, Ariel is. You know, Bell Bell's getting her ass down in the post, you know, <laughs> like uh and then, you know. I don't know. I think B should be your center. Cinderella's getting sent down to the G League. <laughs> No, Beast being your center, that, that fool's like seven feet tall. Yeah, if you're building a, a oh, Disney basketball no. team. You should have Gaston and Beast on your team. That's like a power. That, you'll have a big team. Yeah. And LeFou can be the coach. <laughs> <laughs> did you? What did you think of LeFou? Um, you know, I thought he was he's, annoying. He's there. I didn't care for any of his gags. I was like, who cares? I did about think this guy? the one thing that he did that I thought was pretty funny was when Gaston is talking about, he's like, I'm thinking. And then LeFou jumps out from under the chair. He's like, oh, a dangerous activity for you. Like, and <laughs> just like low key just keeps calling him an idiot as Gaston puts his three brain cells together to like come up with a plan to imprison Belle's father in a mental ward until like she will marry him. I guess really what this movie is is like a message of how horrifying options were for women at this time in the oh. world. And mental health, like uh, like the beast was clearly the the giant seven foot furry monster was a more appealing option than like her human you know suitor. Would you marry Gaston? Because like he didn't actually no. like because Gaston? he didn't try to imprison her father. Would you marry Gaston? No. Oh, am I alone on this? <laughs> yeah, because he hit on you at Disneyland. <laughs> I mean, he, he's this a man. Is that, unbelievable. He's a man that looks like he could provide. Like you know, he might have some. T- I could fix him. <laughs> he's exactly. a man I can fix. Exactly. We can show him. You That's know. what the message of this movie is: is that exactly. women can fix men. Exactly. Yeah. And if 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 that logic works, then you know, technically, I could fix Gaston. We can show him some books. That we could tell him books. Yeah, you could teach him to read. Yeah, or more than just pictures. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, you know, teach him about feminism, and then we can take him to, like, a women's march rally and see how that goes. Put a little pink hat on him. (laughs) It will work out. Me and my Gaston will work out. (laughs) It's happening. (laughs) That's not how I was expecting this to end. Um, Amy, any other thoughts on the movie? Anything we didn't touch on? You know, I think for, besides all the problematic aspects of it i think you know really the message of the movie is that beauty is within you know we can't just um yeah take outward appearances at face value and that yeah but it doesn't it doesn't you know it doesn't hurt that she's also really pretty too (laughs) no it's talking about she's talking about the beast i know but like you know she's also really pretty too so it's like yes obviously that's not the message of the movie would it it work would it work if bell was like very average looking well, I mean, for him, I mean, he's trying to like free himself from like magical imprisonment. So I don't think I don't it. think he's yeah. picky. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was gonna go with Maurice, so you know, I guess so. It just happened to be that she's really pretty. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, to be cl- to be honest, like that part of the movie, I think probably was a good message, you know, especially for the time, and it is a good message to give to kids that like outer beauty is not everything. Like just on it on face value, like that is a good message to give to kids. And like the the reason that he was into her was, you know, jo- jokes about the curse and like him, you know, having low standards because of that. Aside, like it was because she was nice to him, and like clearly, like not that many people were nice to him or treated him as any anything other than like a horrifying monster and like that was the way that he saw himself and so she like tried to she saw beneath that and so i I guess there is somewhat of a positive message 
in that. I, I mean, know. this movie is great for all the ugly men out there because it is telling them that a it woman, a beautiful me. woman, is going to find you attractive. She's going to want to be with you for the rest of her life. Yeah, it's all true, you have, as all long you have, as you have status. Yeah, and you yell at her. If you can provide for her. And, and fight be, off wolves for her. Yeah. And have cool appliances that talk to you, like Siri. Oh my god. That's true. I'm the beast. <laughs> <laughs> when have you ever fought off wolves? <gasps> you did. I did the other day on our walk. You did. Yeah. Oh my god, there was the a dog. dog tried to attack you. There was a dog that tried to attack me on our walk one night. Oh my god. Wow. Am I? And you're wearing yellow. Oh my god! I just real life Beauty and the, Beauty beast. And the beast. We just figured it out. My eyes. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it for a very special episode of Rewind and Reconsider. <laughs> Thank you so much, Amy, for being on this wild journey of a movie with us. Um, I'll try to gather my thoughts. I I can't get over that right now. <laughs> Amy, thank you for being our guests on this wild journey of a movie and of a podcast. Where can the people find you? Please or do you want don't look for me. You? Don't okay. find me. Okay. I can't be found. Okay, okay. I'll, tw- I'll tweet out all of Amy's like you know social media information and stuff after the episode. No, I'll, I'll uh, <laughs> deepen her voice. We'll be yeah. an anonymous source. Um, well, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram, and also you can listen to us on our previous episodes if you want to follow along with us on our princess journey on Spotify and iTunes, and um, our next movie is going to be Aladdin. Yeah, as we continue our Avengers Endgame-like level build-up to the end of the podcast. Yeah, that movie's definitely going to hold up, and I'm sure it's very culturally sensitive. Oh, I'm ready. I'm, I'm excited for this one. <laughs> Aladdin was, like, my favorite, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Can't wait. All right, guys. Thanks uh, for listening, and everyone stay safe out there.